Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. Good morning on this Saturday morning. Come on in, everyone. Come on in as we prepare to read the Word of God, as we prepare to get our hearts ready to receive the Word of God this morning. I hope that you have had a good week, and even though it may have been challenging in your life, that you got through it. You're here today. Today is a new day, and today is the day when we dive into the Word of God so we get out our spirits and our hearts ready for the following week <laughs> so we can continue to fulfill everyday purpose. My friends, as you know, we have been in the book of Amos and in the book of Amos, we are following along what God has been telling Amos to tell the community regarding everything that is happening with the community at this time and how God was being very direct with them about what they should have not been doing and what were going to be the consequences that they were going to be facing. So we're going to be picking up where we left off in the book of Amos. We're going to start in a scripture number eight. And this is what it says. It says, he made the Pleiades and the Orion. He turns the shadows of death into morning and makes the dark night, day night as dark, excuse me, and makes the day dark as night. He calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. He rains ruin upon the strong so that the fury comes upon the fortress. They hate the one who rebukes in the gate, and they abhor the one who speaks uprightly. Therefore, because you tread down the poor and take grain taxes from him, though you have built houses of hewn stone, yet you should not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink wine from them. For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins, afflicting the just and taking bribes, diverting the poor from justice at the gate. Therefore the prudent keep silent and at that time, for it is a evil time. Seek good and not evil that you may live so that the Lord God of hosts will be with you. As you have spoken, hate evil, love good, establish judgment, justice in the gate it may be that the lord god of hosts will be gracious to the remnant of joseph father thank you so much for your word we know your word is true we know your word gives us life we also understand heavenly father that it is your word that prepares us in our spirits it is your word that gives us instructions it is your word that gives us warnings and is your word who is the living living trueness of what we need to follow. So my friends, you know, we know that Amos has been given a mission. 
He is on this mission. He is being obedient to his Heavenly Father. He is carrying out all of this uh, messaging to the community. And the community itself is finding that, you know, they're listening to him, but they're not paying. They hear him, but they're not listening. They're not paying attention to what he has to say. They're not really paying attention to what he's explaining to them or the consequences they're going to face. They don't really take it seriously. And God is giving them an opportunity again to be able to change their tune of the things that been, they've been doing. God has said, hey, I'm giving you an opportunity. Here we go again. But you're not doing it. And you know, when God is speaking about that, he made the Pleas and Orion, he turns the shadow of death into morning and makes the day dark as night. He calls for those waters of the seas. He is reminding us of who he is and what he's created. God has created it all for, for us, my friends. You know, when the sun comes out, it comes out at a specific time to give us nourishments that we need, to give us light. Uh, when it's daytime, it's daytime. We're able to see where we're going. When night falls, then, you know, he gives us the moon. So we still have some type of uh, bright light that's giving us some something. Um, and, you know, he has formulated all these things, all these places. He has made um, uh, the waters of the sea. He created it all, my friends. And we can't forget that. The same way he created us, he created everything. And everything is his. It's his dominion. It's, it's his uh, as he created it and given it to us as men and women to be good stewards of it. But what happens is, my friends, we get caught up and we don't, we, we, we take things for granted. We don't do things according to how God would want us to do it. And when he's talking about like reminding them that, don't you understand who I am? This is who I am. This is what I've done. This is what I've created. I've given you these things. You know, uh, God is reminding us of who he is. A lot of times in our lives, my friends, we have to be reminded of what God has done in our lives. Because sometimes we're forgetting. Hey, you know, sometimes I forget. Oh, yeah, that's right. At that time when this happened to me in my life, yes, it was my heavenly father who blessed me. Yes, it was my Heavenly Father who gave me what I needed at the time. I have to remind myself, like, I cannot take credit for the things that my Heavenly Father has done for me in my life. And then when it says here, and pours them out on the face of the earth, the Lord is his name. He reigns ruin upon the strong, so that fury comes upon the fortress. You know, our Heavenly Father, who has made day and night, according to his uh to his terms uh can always come in as well just like it says here and he can set up a presidents and say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna send rain bad rain at that not good rain <laughs> uh to ruin upon the strong because what happens is our Heavenly Father loves us so much. He's always blessed us and wants us to have everything that He has promised us, everything that He has told us would be fulfilled with some of the desires of our hearts. 
And when he does that for us, my friends, but then we disrespect him. We don't give him the time of day. We don't even thank him, remember him, honor him. He'll come and no matter how strong and how planted and how well everything is right now in our lives, he can come and pour down a rain even on us who might be strong and, you know, we're prospering and we're moving forward because of his fury and, and his being upset and disappointed and disheartened, right? So never think, my friends, that God can't knock you down from the pedestal he built for you if you're not treating it well, if you're not being a good steward of it, if you're not really um, thinking about, hey, you know, what is it that I can do differently to make sure that I am honoring my Heavenly Father? Our Heavenly Father can take so many things away from us. And sometimes we don't realize, how did I lose that? Because we can need to go back, evaluate and say, hey, did I do the right thing? Did I do the wrong thing? What didn't I do correctly? And then we realize, oh, that's why God took it away from me. That's why the season is over in my life. You know, God gives us different seasons in our lives, my friends, where we're going to prosper in some, in some we're going to lose, and some we're going to gain. Um, and there's going to be times in seasons where we have not really thought deeply about how do I help and make sure that I'm carrying out the mission that my Heavenly Father has given me correctly according to His will we can end up losing things. Now, some of you are listening to me and saying, hey, Antonia, how is that possible? How could it possibly be that our Heavenly Father, you know, uh, would, 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 would take away from me what He blessed me with or anointed me with? Because if you have taken advantage of the situation, if you have mistreated the situation, if you become conceited about it, stuck up, you know, things happen, my friends. People start getting chips on their shoulders because they feel like, oh, I got it like that. Now God bless me and I got it like that. No one can touch me. I'm invincible. When you start to go down that road, our Heavenly Father sees that and he recognizes that, hey, I didn't give you the ministry so you can think that, you know, you're gonna you that you're just you know you're the king or the king queen of it now. I gave it to you so you could be a good steward because I definitely gave it to you, and I definitely am the one who's been uh, giving you everything you need to sustain it. But we take advantage of that, my friends. We get caught up in uh, the world's way of being and thinking, and we come and incorporate it into our ministry. God doesn't want us to do that. God wants us to follow ministry and do things according to how it is laid out scripturally in the Bible. He wants us to be good stewards of it. He wants us to help people, if that's the intention. He wants us to uh, build the kingdom of God on his behalf with the ministry that he gives us. You know, this podcast that I do every Saturday, I'm not doing this for me, guys. You know, my friends, I am doing this for my Heavenly Father. I was uh, I was awakened in my spirit one day a couple of years ago to do a podcast. I never even thought of my wildest dream of ever doing a podcast. I had heard about podcasts, but I never even thought about doing one. And my Heavenly Father also laid it out accordingly that I would even end up 
in a conference that I attended listening to things about podcasts. And I had no idea what he was setting me up for. He was preparing me, but I had no idea. My friends, when your Heavenly Father is going to bless you, He's going to give you something, He's going to prepare you for it. He's going to allow you to gain access to it. And that's what happened with me. So when I do my podcast, I am doing it unto my Heavenly Father to honor Him. This isn't about me. Yeah, you might see my picture sometimes, you know, on the logo. You'll understand who the host is because sometimes people want to put a, a, a face to a name. But other than that, this is to honor my Heavenly Father. This is to bring forth His Word. So His Word is not forgotten on this land. This is my... Uh, uh, obedient journey that he, uh, an assignment that he has given me to carry out, and I am doing it according to his will. Uh, I'm not here to gain beyond that anything. I am just here as a vessel being used who said, Yes, Lord, I'll, you called me to this assignment that I never expected. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do it, and I have to be a good steward of it. And I have to catch myself and make sure, hey, am I doing this correctly? Am I doing this, you know, incorrectly? Because I want to do things accordingly to honor my Heavenly Father. And we cannot forget about that, my friends. But this is what was happening at the time of Amos. The people were forgetting. They were forgetting and they were not changing their ways. And then it says here, they hate the one who rebukes in the gate. And they abhor the one who speaks uprightly. Therefore, because you tread down the poor and take grain taxes from him, though you have built houses of shewn stone, yet you shall not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink wine from them. You know, in other words, God was saying, look, here you are, not just rebuking, you know, uh, what Amos is bringing forward, you know, uh, who's bringing the message um, and who's speaking my word, which is truth, and giving you the correct facts. Um, but because you, and my, and my, not just the part of Amos, but also the part of other people in the community that were less fortunate. When they were coming forward and saying, hey, my family is lacking rice. We don't have enough rice. Could you please help us with rice? Oh, my family is lacking water. We don't have water. Could you please give us water? Oh, you know, we, we, we need a, a roof over our heads. We don't have a place to stay. You know, can you please give us? When they were coming to, when the community in Amos, who were less fortunate individuals, were coming to the ones who had plenty, who had an overflow of abundance, who had everything that God had equipped them with, they now started taking advantage of those poor people and saying, oh yeah, I'm going to give you this, but or I'm going to give you food or whatever it might be, but... What has happened now is I'm going to tax you on it. You're going to have to pay me back. I can't just give it to you. Um, it's going to cost you this amount of money. And if you're not able to pay it back, you have to pay it back with interest. Or I'm just going to tax you a little bit more. Like They were taking advantage of people, especially the poor people who were less fortunate. Our Heavenly Father makes it very clear to us we're to love on the poor, we're to supply for the widows, we're supposed to take care of our brothers and sisters. He makes it very clear the mission that we are on this earth, 
as long as we're breathing and walking and functioning and we have access to things, he wants us to help bless others with it. But what happens sometimes, my friends, is that people get too complacent and they're like, oh, well, I don't need to give so-and-so this. He didn't work for it. I did. I hustled for this. I, I, you know, I worked 10 years to gain this. It doesn't matter how long, how many years you gain to work for it. You work to gain it. Like, your Heavenly Father has finally given it to you. It's not for you to hoard it. It's for you to also share with others. So, our Heavenly Father here, the scripture is reminding us, like, you went ahead and, you know, when these people were even coming to you, you, you know, you, you went ahead and you disgraced them by doing these things to them. And he's also reminding us in his word where it says right here, and though you have built houses for hewn stone, yet you shall not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink wine from them. In other words, you went ahead and you built all these beautiful places for yourself. You made your mini mansions. You've gotten what you wanted with your land. You went ahead and you had an abundance overflow, a vineyard of, you know, of, uh, of you know, for having the abundance of grapes and, and the things that were needed for different ways of making wine and prospering and, and having, you know, a major uh, uh, luxury at that of what God was giving them. But at the same time, they're not going to enjoy it. So again, after 10 years, my example from before, after 10 years of working so hard, right? And you're like, well, I work hard for it, right? If you're not going to be a good steward of it, if you're not going to maintain it correctly, according to God's way, if you're not going to be mindful of the fact that God gave you this gift, then it doesn't matter that you work 10 years from it. You may never get to enjoy it. You may never get to prosper from it. You may never get to um, to to really get to the place that you thought all those 10 years you worked for. Why? Because at the end of the day, you, you did not honor God. You were not a good steward of it. You know, God was reminding the people at the time of Amos of all the things that they had done incorrectly. And he was also letting them know that they would face punishment. That they will face some type of uh, circumstance situation, you know, that they weren't going to get away with it because God sees everything. My friends, I tell you that all the time in this podcast, God sees everything. He sees all your details. He sees how you think, how you act, how you react. He sees how you treat others. He, he sees how you might speak to people about him. Do you ever even speak Do you ever open your mouth and speak to other people about Jesus Christ, about your Heavenly Father, what He has done in your life? Do you ever share your testimony with anybody? You know, do you ever give an opportunity that someone will get to know Christ? Are you walking around like Christ, Christ Christ-like? Like, you know, are you loving on people? Are you doing forgiveness on people? Like, our Heavenly Father sees all of this. He sees what we're doing every day, every minute of the day. It does not go unseen. And he knows our hearts because of the way we are. Our Heavenly Father is always looking for our heart. Where is our heart at? Are we giving? Are we loving? Are we helping? Are we nourishing anybody else? Like, are we spreading the gospel? Are we helping people? 
Are we feeding the poor? You know, if you see someone on the street begging or you see someone who needs something, do you step up and say, hey, I can help you with that? Our Heavenly Father sees everything. That's why it's like, it doesn't matter what you've worked for, what you've accomplished, what you've put together, what you've prospered with, because you may never enjoy it. So we have to be very mindful of this, my friends. I don't know about you, but I start to think and I'm like, you know, I know for myself in the film and television industry, I want to get to a certain place in a certain position in my job, right? In, in what I do in the industry. I, I, I have a goal I would like to reach. But at the same time, I need to make sure that that goal lines up with my Heavenly Father's will. Because if it doesn't, I may never reach what I am striving for. And I need to make sure that every step that I take and every place he's put me in, he's blessed me with, I acknowledge that it's his gift to me. And I have to be a good steward of it. And he will continue to take me up the ladder, get me through the processes to learn new things if I'm going to ultimately gain that goal. And by gaining it, I have to also honor my father. He's along the side of me on the journey. He's not forgotten. I can't forget my Heavenly Father. I can't forget Jesus Christ that they're on the journey with me. You know what I mean? They are with me. They're guiding me. They're in front of me. So I have to be very mindful of that. And you have to ask yourself, my friend, you know, are you right now in your life looking to accomplish something? You've been working really hard for it. Well, are you working just to gain it for yourself? Or you can't, are you working hard because your Heavenly Father has placed you there and is showing you the way to get to the through the process to ultimately gain the goal? And are you honoring your Heavenly Father in every area as you're getting there by blessing other people, by being kind to people, by loving on people, by making yourself accessible, by saying, you know, Lord, use me, you know, during this process of the goal that of the desire of my heart that you know I have, I'm also going to be ready to fulfill whatever my Heavenly Father would want me to fulfill. And we cannot forget that, my friends. We just cannot forget that. And then it says here, For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins, afflicting the just and taking bribes, diverting the poor from justice at the gate. You know, God is saying, I see everything that you're doing. I see the sins that you are committing. I see the bribery that you're doing with people, especially the poor people, the needy people at the time of Amos. I see what you're doing. I see how even the people who come to the gate from other areas around, you know, this this town in Israel, whatever. I see that. You know, you leave them there begging. <laughs> I see that you leave them there lacking. I see that you leave them there going away with nothing. Our Heavenly Father doesn't bless us so we don't bless others. He blesses us so we can bless others. And my friends, one of the things that we have um, to remember is that our Heavenly Father is always, always, and I'm not saying always, going to bless us in unimaginable ways that we could have ever even imagined. He's going to. Even if it's just one meal he gives you today, that meal will be enough for you to be able to even share it with someone else. We have to think of the little things. There's some, a, a saying that goes, it's the little things that mean a lot. 
right? It's the little things that we can't, uh, if we miss, later on we realize, oh my gosh, it was that little thing I didn't do that could have done, that could have brought me here, that could have gotten me this. It's the little things sometimes we don't even realize. And when we think about the little things, it's as simple as like, will you open the, and hold the door for someone as they're going into the restroom or as they're going into like, let's say a fast food place or something like yesterday. I've been traveling, uh, I'm on travels these, these, uh, these couple of weeks now with a friend of mine who was very generous and kind to ask me to come alongside of her and I've just been so blessed and honored by that um, and I want to honor my Heavenly Father in this opportunity and this is why I was reading the scripture so dear to me because I'm like wow I'm experiencing this right now there's the little things like, like this that I don't take for granted that I cherish I'm cherishing every moment of this trip that I'm on and um and as I'm cherishing it I'm honoring my Heavenly Father why? Because right now, you don't know it, <laughs> but I'm in a closet <laughs> recording this podcast. Why? Because I am fulfilling the mission of my Heavenly Father, even though I'm being blessed with this uh, travels that I'm doing right now, I still have to honor my Heavenly Father to make sure I'm doing this podcast, to make sure I'm bringing forward the word. Because remember, it's not about me. It's about my Heavenly Father. And my Heavenly Father will then allow all the other things to fall into place accordingly. So my friends, I want to just let you know that it's the little things that mean a lot. Our Heavenly Father wants us to be stewards of everything we're given. And He sees and acknowledges what we're not doing. He knows the sins we're committing. Again, I've told you many times on this podcast, your sin cannot go unnoticed. It is noticed. God sees it. And when he's seeing everything that you have done in your life, and you're going to be eventually one day meeting him, your maker, you're going to have to account for the things that you're doing that you're not supposed to be doing. He's going to ask you questions. What answers are you going to give him? What excuses are you going to give him? Remember, we spoke about this a while back. You're just going to have excuses. Well, you know, Lord, I just... I know you blessed me with this, but I just figured, hey. And we think about the story, you know, in the Bible where uh, there was a master who gave his three servants uh, different um, different goods, like money, different money to uh, uh, amounts of money. To, he gave a different amount to each person to be a good steward over. And, you know, one of them went and invested it, so the master got more. Another one went and, and, and put it in investment again and got something greater out of it for his master. But the third one went ahead and just hid it under the mattress. Oh, I'll just hold it here for you when you go back. He didn't think to do anything more with it. He didn't think to see how he could have multiplied it how he could have honored his master with it you know what can i do with this to 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 bring more to my master and and that's what we do like with our gifts that our heavenly father gives us he gives us gifts and talents not so that you're sitting on a shelf but that's so you could utilize them for the kingdom and right now you know um 
for me, doing this podcast, I utilize the gift and the talent that my Heavenly Father has given me to, hey, be able to like uh, read the word, you know, thank God I'm able to read the word, to share it with you, to, sh- um, to give to you my heart, what the Holy Spirit shares with me. And most of all, to be able to know that I could just have, I'm on this platform, I'm able to do it, I'm very grateful. Like, whatever he's asked me to do, I want to multiply it, I want to see how it extends. And I know it's extending because when I first started doing the podcast, um, it was only going to certain um, areas and certain countries that were listening in. But I've noticed now that the podcast has extended itself and is in other countries now where people are still listening to it. Now, there are many countries that ban this podcast because they don't believe in God. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. They don't believe in a religious uh, podcasting. Uh, so they ban me. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, God is taking care of that as well. I know he's dealing with that. Um, but I do know that whatever I am doing is to honor my Heavenly Father. You have to ask yourself, are you honoring your Heavenly Father? That is what you need to ask yourself. What are you doing today to honor your Heavenly Father? What has He blessed with you with? And have you been a good steward of it? And if you're in the middle of committing a sin, stop it. He's <laughs> giving the warning to Amos. As we're reading it, He's giving the warning to us. Okay? We still have time to turn from our sins. We'll turn away from our wicked words. And we have an opportunity still to be able to go forward and do the right thing. And then it says here... Therefore, the prudent keep silent at that time, for it is an evil time. Seek good and not evil, that you may live. So the Lord God of hosts will be with you as you have spoken. Hate evil, love good. Establish justice in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. You know, here again, our Heavenly Father is saying, you know, hate evil, Love good. Hate evil. Love good. I mean, he says it twice. In other words, he's like, stop the wickedness that you're doing. Stop the nonsense. Stop stop what you're doing in your tracks that hurts other people. Stop what you're doing in your tracks that dishonors me. Stop what you're doing in your tracks of not extending a a helping hand to someone else. Stop what you're doing that's negative in my eyes. That's negative in my way of being. I want you to hate evil and I want you to love good. Be good. Be an extension of me because I am a God of goodness. I am a God of grace. I am a God of of loving and extending and um, imploring on, on things. I am a God of abundance and overflow. I am a God who can give you even the littlest thing. And if you do it correctly, according to my will, it could multiply in ways you've never imagined. At the time of Amos, God was making it clear of how the people who were well, very well off were treating those who were less fortunate and who were poor. And he was saying clearly here, stop doing what you're doing at the gate. Stop turning away the people who really need help, who, who have come to you when you have an overflow of abundance. 
and you keep turning them away, stop doing that. That is an evil thing to do, right? So right now, you and I today, someone has, and I'll give you an example. So someone in the past has come up to me, let's say I'm somewhere, and someone says to me, Miss, ma'am, sir, you know, Miss, can, do you have a, a couple of dollars you can help me with? I'm trying to, uh, be, you know, do this, and I, I need to have my, um, I'm hungry, I don't really mind. You know, have you ever, I, I've thought, I've done this, I've gone, and again, this is not to vote about me. This is about my Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit working through me. And say, hey, sure, I can buy you something. Come on, let's get you a meal. Come on, let's get you thirsty. Let's get you a drink. Like, you know, let's get you some water, some juice or something. Like, have you been that helping hand? You know, if God puts somebody in your life and they're asking you for help, are you extending yourself? Now, a lot of times, a lot of us think that it takes a lot of effort, time, and money to help someone. And sometimes it doesn't. It's just a simple little thing <laughs> that is being asked of you, you know, um, and sometimes you don't even know if these are divine appointments that God's putting in your life to give an opportunity uh, to speak to someone of encouragement, to help someone. So my friends, I'm here to tell you that this message that Amos was bringing to the community at this time was very direct. Because as he's saying here, hate evil, love good, Establish justice in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. In other words, he's saying, you know, if you go ahead and you turn away from your wicked ways, stop being evil, stop mistreating people, stop disrespecting people, start, start to be helpful to others. Uh, be the extending hand. Love on people. You have, if you have, you know, all this grain at the time of Amos, it was all about grains and goods. Well, for us, it's about, you know, if you have groceries, you know, if you can give somebody a ride to work because you have a car, you know, think of, think of it that way. If someone needs your help, extend your hand and just help them, you know, and they don't have to give you anything back. You don't have to bribe them to like, well, if you're going to do that, if I'm going to do this, you're going to do that. Like, no, just do it out of the kindness of your heart, lovingly, like our heavenly father has done it with us. Because our father has loved us and given us and sustained us and blessed us. And we need to be walking, willing vessels, uh, the army and warriors of God, willing to do this. And the question is, when it says here, it may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. In other words, God will say, hey, I see that you turned away from your evil ways. Now you're being good. You're loving on people. You're sharing. You're extending yourself. I'm going to continue to bless you. Because remember, we started reading earlier. It, it said, it doesn't matter how many years you may have accomplished or what you have may have gotten. But at the end of the day, if you do not do something correctly, you may not gain good things out of it. Remember, Moses saw the promised land, but didn't enter the promised land. And we know there's reasons behind why he didn't enter the promised land. And there was a couple of things that Moses did on his own accord that God didn't tell him to do. 
And we will face consequences sometimes in that. So even though he had this long journey and he brought the people through the wilderness all those years, when they got towards the promised land, he didn't enter the promised land. And he fulfilled his journey still, Moses, in getting people to that destination. And in the midst of it, got a little caught off and offhand in some of the things that he did. So my friends, look, I don't know about you, but I would say I'm always blessed by reading God's word. I hope you've been blessed. And listen, go back, reread Amos, understand God's heart. Because when we read the word of God, we have to say to yourself, God, is this really what you want me to understand? What do you want me to understand when I read the word? What's going to resonate with what you're going to tell me what's happening in my life right now? Are you going to convict me of something? Are you going to reveal something to me? So when you read the word, my friends, these are the things you ask the Lord. Lord, what are you doing? What am I going to understand and grasp from this word so I know exactly what to do in my life? I know what to avoid because you're giving instructions and warning signs. So, my friends, I hope you have been truly blessed by this um, word today. May God continue to bless you. Stay encouraged. If you know that you have an abundance of and um, resources, help other people. Don't hoard it. Keep it. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it and love on other people because this is what God wants us to do is demonstrate this. This is example He's showing us what the people did not do. And he's still giving them an opportunity to turn from their ways, do the right thing, go forward in life, and he will still bless them. So my friends, continue to enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I look forward to sharing the word of God again with you next week, where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.